Alright. So hi, welcome to Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with I'm Kellen. I'm Steven. And I'm Nick. And we are stacked like pancakes. Hell yeah. And we're gonna ask him some questions today about the upcoming single So Close Yet So Far. So congrats on that, by the way, guys. How do you feel about the response to the announcement so far? Uh so far, so uh awesome. Honestly, like it's been almost three years. And uh, since anything's been released as stack like pancakes and it just good feels good to just be doing something again, you know, as SLP. So um, uh, for me, it's just like it's just finally about time. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah, so- I agree. <laughs> Do you have anything else to add? <laughs> Sorry, I didn't yeah, mean to I was, cut you I was gonna, finish. yeah. No, yeah, I'm like pumped. It's like my first time uh, recording anything for this project. And uh, I love, love, love the song. It's like a classic ska song. And I'm just pumped uh, for it to come out, for people to hear it. Yeah, this song's going to be a hit. You watch. It's going to be a hit. Call it's it now. <laughs> yeah, let's All right. go. Uh, so as you guys mentioned, this is actually your first single in three years. Uh, what inspired yeah. you to drop the song now? And what does this single mean for the future of Stack Like Pancakes? Um, as far as the timing, I don't know. I, so there was a point, I guess, like two years ago, you know, it, I feel like we're all, all of our timelines are screwed up because of the pandemic. But in the beginning of the pandemic, if that's what we measure things by now, um, it, it, it didn't, when the whole music industry got screwed, um, still is being screwed, but yeah. uh, initially it was screwed. Uh, you know, it just, it didn't make sense, I think, to put something out as SLP. And um, I just like, for me personally, as the songwriter, I just really focused on everything else in in my life that I wanted to make sure was right and before I it, so that it didn't feel like I was forcing something uh have to happen as SLP that, that was the big thing for me is I didn't want to force it um and you know I I had written many other songs um over the last three four years um but I, I just like I, I knew that it would be a gut feeling of when it's like this is the song and this is the time and it, it did it just kind of worked out uh, organically and and so did uh, you know working with Nick and Steve um, over the last like four four years or so um, and uh, as far as what it means for the future uh, I don't know I, well I mean I have a, a sense of it but. Um, I guess Nick and Steve, do you want to chime in with something for that? Well, for the future, I mean, we're going to, uh, I guess, uh, me, me and Steve are going to be, uh, we're going to be a lot more, uh, in your face, so to speak, <laughs> going to mm-hmm. be, uh, we're going to be, uh, on stage pretty much every single performance from this point out. We're going to be on every single recording from this point out. We're going to be pretty much, uh, our faces are going to be plastered on uh, right next to Kellen's with everything. Yeah, we're, it's a big thing. Moving we're ha- forward. Yeah, we're happy to just to piggyback on you, Nick, and make it official. We're very relieved and excited and proud to make it official that um, uh, Nick and Steve 
who are in this podcast with me are official band members of Stack Lake Pancakes. Oh, yeah. um, and yeah. from that feels feels really good to say. Um, we did it. <laughs> I made it, mom. We, oh yeah. <laughs> nah, yeah, it's exciting. Yeah, it's like uh, it's our first time because you know we've uh, we we've played with Kellen uh, just through being in, in other bands on other stages, just seeing each other and passing throughout the local mm-hmm. scenes and or the really the regional scene. Uh, um, but now, like you know, we're a part of a project together and like wow. Well, we uh, get to play shows together now consistently and uh you know be a part of uh the creative recording recording process Mm -hmm. and just pump for that yeah the other thing i'm really looking forward to too is just you know uh the next step the next song the next album the next you know single and whatever it's it's like i have ideas i'm sure nick and steve have ideas flowing right we're just channeling all of our energy into single for the time being but um you know we we've we've got a a a long exciting road ahead of us for for slp and it's it's feeling really good right now i love that that's awesome very exciting uh Mm -hmm. so is there any meaning behind the single name and the cover art um so the cover art actually i need to shout out to uh melanie rustin is her name uh the artist she's out of baltimore um and her website actually is melanierustin.com um and she does incredible work uh and i came to find her art through um someone i i wish i could call him my friend but that would be overstating it. We are acquainted with each other because we went to the same university. The only reason I want to, I wish that I could call my friend is because he's the trombonist for Macklemore and uh, Kelly oh. Clarkson. Oh. And um, yeah. And several other artists like, God, I wish we were friends. We're not hundred percent. Not true. And I oh. will not say that publicly, but we're friends on Facebook. So well, you basically you best your best friends. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's it's 2022, Kellen. Come on. Yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. I, you know what? I should request a, a relationship status with him. See, see exactly. That That'd be perfect. That'd be perfect. <laughs> no, but uh, so anyway, he he. Yes, he is the trombonist for these huge artists, and seeing his posts, like he was on SNL. He did like he he's having he's had an incredible career. Um, and he's very young, but he also released a solo album, um, and the artwork for that album, uh, I was so compelled by it. Um, and actually I, I, Darius Jones is the name of the artist and, uh, yeah, again, Melanie Rustin did the artwork for his album, his debut album, that solo album that he did put. So I got to shout out all these people that, um, you know, in some way or another, you know, my BFF, obviously, mm-hmm. Darius mm-hmm. Jones. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, Melanie Rustin. But uh, yeah, the, that's how the artwork came to be. As far as the uh, artwork specifically, though, like what's on it, I had, I, I gave her full reign uh, uh, in terms of creativity. I had like one idea. Um, and that was kind of like the, an image of like the endless staircase type of thing um and as a way of like showing um an endless journey but uh where there can still be uh uh 
uh, hope and light at the end of the tunnel type of thing. And, you know, steps that you take um, to make it a certain point in your life and where you want to be in the future and all of that was just like, I wanted to show that in the staircases, the endless staircases, but that's really all that I had. Everything else, the figure in the middle of it, um, the, 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 the color contrast, um that was all her and and i'm so so happy with how that turned out oh yeah and then the uh, the single name is there any meaning behind that oh um yeah so uh so close yet so far i i i have always tried to not put i've been mindful of cliches in my songwriting i've tried to not always tried to not put cliches in the song. And then I, I just started thinking, it was like, okay, if I were to put a cliche in the song, um, the only way I could do it is if I make fun of it in the song. <laughs> um, and, and that's the pre-chorus of the song, actually. So some cliche about the stars were so close yet so far. Like in, in context of conversation, if, if we, you know, not singing a song, if someone says to someone else, ah, so close yet so far, like that's just so cheap. Nobody talks like that. Um, <laughs> okay. Nobody yeah, talks like yeah. that. <laughs> um, and it's so cheesy. So I, I and, and that kind of, in the bigger picture of things, this being a ska song, ska, ska punk song, I, I, I just love the idea of a song kind of making fun of itself. It's, it makes it fun. It makes it, it you know, there are points where, there you can just it's just an upbeat fun positive song um forward thinking song and, and and that's really kind of the genesis of it i suppose um and then there are kind of like little mini stories in each parts of the verse um that kind of take you through it oh yeah wow okay that's that's really neat i'm <laughs> okay you're great you're great <laughs> um, thanks uh, of course. Uh, so can you guys tell us a little bit about your writing process for this single? Yeah, so, um, gosh, I, I've been talking a lot. I mean, it's just, it, it, it is what it is that, that I, I, have, I write the music. Um, uh, but I do, I do have to credit so much to Steve and Nick for, uh, it, it, you know, I'll, I'll write like basic, like for Nick especially, I'll write like basic bass lines. Um, or just chord progressions and stuff. And then, and then he'll take it and make it a really amazing bass part. So I, I, do, I write the bare bones in terms of their part specifically, and then they, they liven it up and, and make it amazing. Um, their own flair, so, you know? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And, and, and obviously that goes for Steve's parts as well. And many of the parts that I give them, even though it's like kind of like a note-for-note note sheet music, traditional type of like, handing them their part. Um, I, 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 I know Nick, I've gotten to know Nick and Steve really well over the last four years and trust their musical uh, capabilities. So try and just let them be themselves in, in the music. But um, uh, my songwriting process is, uh, I, I try to treat each song uh, like it's its own uh, unique experience. Um, I I don't know. I I I man, 
I don't really know how to explain it. Um, I, yeah, I've lost my train of thought is what I was <laughs> All good. to say. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't know. I, I'd have to think about that. Actually, maybe maybe we can loop back around to that. Um, it, it, it's it's a it's a tough thing to really give a concrete answer on. So I apologize. But essentially, I mean, like from my perspective, at least, you know, Kellen comes up with these uh, really great demos, you know, and he'll usually drop it, you know, in our group chat or whatever and say, yo, hey, here's this idea. What's this is what's going on. And then um, Nick and I just like give our feedback, you know, it's like, uh, we love this, love that, maybe don't like this. But uh, yeah, we essentially get our parts. And then uh, it's kind of like a roadmap, you know, it's like we all kind of know that we all respect each other's, you know, artistic vision and whatnot. We just, you know, we respect each other's ideas. Uh, and, uh, you know, we kind of have room to, uh, you know, add parts that we think are cool, uh, make suggestions and, you uh, in the studio when we were recording it was a great collaborative process even with like yes. the producer uh yeah so everybody uh you know got to throw their ideas into the pot yeah screw everything that i just mumbled <laughs> St- steve steve just nailed it that was steve's here don't worry <laughs> Job, Perfect. Steve. yeah yeah um so this question is Thank one you. for all of you i want you guys to each tell us your favorite lyric off this track and the meaning behind it Oh, can I go first real quick? Yes. Go for it. My favorite uh, lyric on this song is, sometimes I feel un-American and I'm not quite sure what that means. Um, as soon as I heard uh, Kellen uh, say that, I was like pumped right away. And I don't even know why, because it's like, you know, it's not, I don't know, it doesn't jump off the page at you. But to me, just like through listening to Stack Like Pancakes and getting to know Kellen, I was like, that is a Stack Like Pancakes line. You know, it's a little bit edgy. It's like, but it's like true. You know what I mean? It's like, I, I kind of with like the current state of, uh, you know, just like, I don't even know the last like five years really, or how, you know, you can, I'm sure go back longer. It's like, what the heck is going on? And, uh, you know, it's, uh, as soon as I heard that, it just really resonated with me. And uh, I was ready to skank at that moment. I was like, yes, yes. this is what music is about. It's unity mm-hmm. music. Mm-hmm. Let's go. So that's my favorite line. All right. Perfect. Yeah, I, I have to agree with Steve on that one. Because that's the part where, um, that's the part in the song where it comes right. Out. I don't know if you guys have heard the song yet, but. Um, we actually it's haven't. Cool. You know, funny story. We were sent the link, but it's actually a premiere link. So we can't hear it until it's actually. Oh, yeah. oh. that was, uh, that was, uh, oh, shoot. You're, you're supposed to have heard it. I'm sorry about that. It might've been just like a different link, but I can get that over to you guys. No worries. Uh, we're doing our best over here. You guys out. are talking about the song and we're just acting like we know what's up. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. It's all I good. I knew I, I would have no over to you. Okay. Well, you, when when you do listen to it, you'll you'll mm-hmm. hear it. But it comes right out of the uh, first chorus and right out of the first hook. And um, we called it the Green Day part because um, uh, it goes right to the bass, and then he says something like, you know, along the lines of like politicism, you know, and I'm just like, oh, it sounds like Green Day, you know, because, you know, that's something Green Day would say right there. And yeah. um, when we recorded it, actually, I actually switched basses to like a more Green Day sounding bass, actually, mm-hmm. to actually put that on the recording. It sounded more, you know, it, it fit that lyric that Steve's talking about. So I guess like going back to that, um, 
that question you had about the recording process and everything like so much gets changed like so much gets changed when you actually like, sit down and record the song and like you mm. listen back to it and you're like oh this sound you know like i said this part sounds like green day you know we should put a, a more green day sounding bass on there to complement kellen's lyrics a little bit more and everything so it, yeah it all comes together but you know all the ideas flow out of the genius which is kellen because he's the uh, <laughs> that keeps the the train rolling here so i'd also have to agree that that is my favorite lyric what you got well, kellen um <laughs> I I'm torn between two. Um, all right, I, I I think I know. So there's a line uh, in the second verse. Um, uh, we would feel like the biggest band on the smallest stage around. And I think about the 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 history, long history now of SLP has started. You know, back in 2007. Um, and God, exactly. Like, cakes has played for being a anywhere from six to nine people uh band on stage we have played on some tiny stages um one of those was at launch music conference uh, i don't remember what year it was but um we were playing on a small outdoor stage it was our first time doing this conference in lancaster pa and we were honestly crushing it and uh in the crowd was shout out to kevin lyman uh who's the uh um uh obviously just a shout out just a for the podcast he's the founder of van's warp tour mm -hmm. and that was the first time he um saw slp and uh during that performance we broke the stage huh uh yeah we it like fell a little bit and the power cut out just um, it just fell a little bit yeah just a little bit it was fine um, but, <laughs> uh, but the power cut out and, and then like the sound guy and like one other crew person that we had for our tiny stage setup, were like struggling to get things right. Um, but anyway, that was just like, that's an extremely memorable, memorable experience for me because that, that was like part of our, our journey to getting on the Vans Warped Tour. Um, and also, uh, I, I, I. I um, am very proud of how SLP has performed over the years to where uh, we, we always want, you know, we've played shows for two people, what you could barely call a show. Uh, um, uh, we've played shows for thousands of people, but it doesn't really matter uh, how many, the quantity of people that are in the crowd um, you want to make, you got to have the hype. You got to have the energy, put it all out there for every single show. And uh, that's the thing. It's just feel like the biggest band on the smallest stage. doesn't matter the size of the stage. It doesn't matter how many people are in the crowd. We're going to have a blast. And if you're there to experience it, we're going to make sure that you all have a good time. Um, you know, we have been in a drought of shows, obviously because of this global pandemic, but um mm -hmm when the right when the time is appropriate for us to uh have uh you know the next show we're not ready to announce that just yet but um i know i know nick and steve are, are equally as stoked on uh getting back on the stage no matter the size of it and play a show again hell yeah oh, 
I didn't know that. One hundred percent, dude. That I didn't even know that. I thought that lyric. So okay, so quick story time, real quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, story I time. Even, I didn't even know that black like pancakes till I went to uh, the Vans Warp Tour. I think it was two thousand sixteen, fifteen, fifteen or sixteen. And that's right. Then that festival was that com- launch music conference was 2014, I believe. Yeah. But yeah, sorry, go ahead. I saw them on the, I think it was either the skull candy stage or the full sale stage, one of them, but it was like, um, it's the Vans Warped Tour is literally like, it's their like lower band stage. Like they don't mm-hmm. put like the big names on this stage. Like stack like pancakes was like the biggest n- name on the, on the stage. Mm-hmm. And uh, they were out playing to the lines. They were playing super Mario bros with the horn bros. So I went mm-hmm. to and that, that was my first experience with stack like pancakes at all and fast forward to today i'm in the band right now so that lyric i uh, biggest band on the smallest stage round i thought that was about warp tour and you know because you were the biggest band you were literally the biggest band on the smallest stage at, at warp tour like quite literally. double meaning whoa, double meaning. whoa. whoa. <laughs> easy oh my god uh, so would you guys be able to tell us where your headspace was at while you were creating this single Kellen, what you got? <laughs> um, well, I was, uh, there was a point uh, a few years ago, it was just, everybody gets to their point, this, this point, I, I hope anyway. And it was like, what am I, what the hell am I going to do next? Um, and I, I've, I've taken this time through, quarantine and the pandemic and uh, all this crap to really reflect on my uh um my overall 10 plus year journey through stack like pancakes and realize that uh this this journey has encompassed uh let's see 2007 to 2022 14 to 15 years and that's half my life roughly half my life um and so when i was thinking about like i don't know do do we just like not like throw in the towel um but just like move on like go back and try a desk job again or you know uh i don't, I don't know it was at a, i was at a turning point in my life and and i just i just realized again what i already knew is that like i this is my baby Stack like pancakes is is my pride and joy and my baby and and um, I don't think I could really ever let go of it. So I'm just gonna keep hustling and 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 keep uh, uh, keep keep grinding and hustling uh, to use a cliche that that you know I hate using, um, but uh, just keep working on the future of SLP and and um, you know. Uh, just try and keep a, keep a, our minds on a bright future ahead, and um, keep making music. For sure. sure. <clears throat> right. For me, um, if, you, if you don't mind me chiming in, for sure. Um, Go for it. Getting, <laughs> getting, uh, getting in the studio, it felt like uh, Sack Like Pancakes is like getting back to their roots. You know, it's like, are we ska band? Are we a brass rock band? What the hell type of band are we? <laughs> And yeah. I loved it because I was like, yo, this is a fucking ska song. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. It's like straight up. You know what it is. You know what type of dance to do. You know, it gives you that yep. uh, an energetic, you know. 
And for me, I was like, this feels like getting back to the roots and uh, picking it up, you know? Hell so, yeah. yeah. That's where my mind was. Felt, felt good. Felt natural. Love that. Uh, so how do you guys recommend uh, your fans to listen to this single for the first time? Should they do it in the car with friends, in the dark with headphones on, gym song, party song? What do you guys recommend? Uh, fetal position in the corner of your bedroom. <laughs> okay. No, I'm kidding. Uh, no. <laughs> um yeah i i think i've listened to it a hundred plus times in my car i fucking jam out to this thing i i i just i i love listening to this song like yeah i i i i think car stereos are are a great way to go uh and hell yeah bring you know pack the car with a bunch of friends and give it a listen and you know i just picture standing on the outside of the car and like a walmart parking lot and seeing this car like bob up and down because everybody's jamming in the car <laughs> hell yeah. yeah uh that's a that's a nice visual but I don't, that's the first thing that came to mind for me first thing that comes to my mind is definitely have enough room to dance um i feel like this is like a song that'll make you want to get up and uh get up and groove mm. for sure mm. i'm just starting really when this song comes out on spotify i'm gonna put it on my playlists that have like uh good charlotte and um weezer and all the like heavy hitting pop punk state champs story so far i have i have a you know a big playlist of all that like heavy pop punk bang your head neck deep kind of stuff and this song those are indeed the vibes Mm -hmm. yes and blink 182 for sure and we already have talked about green day yeah um the thing is it'll be spotify would be for sure the way to go we've already gotten over 50 um pre-saves oh, yeah. on spotify specifically of the new single um and we haven't done anything with like pre-saving it on spotify before so we're really really pumped about that um we've submitted to a spotify and amazon editorial playlist so crossing our fingers that we can hop on one of those um but anywhere you listen to music it'll be there and uh we haven't really told anybody this but we also have a music video coming out afternoon i believe at 12 p.m eastern it'll be out uh so you can hop onto our youtube channel and check out the music video there as well you lagged when you said that on my end did you say friday at noon yes friday at noon yep friday at noon uh we also have a music video coming out perfect awesome yeah uh, so this one should be super, super quick. Off the top of your heads, I want you guys to describe this single for new listeners in three words each. No more, no less. Three words? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Three words. Okay. Do we each get a word? No. No, no, it's three each. We each get to... <laughs> <laughs> Okay. Little. Wait, what'd you... Oh, okay. Um, <laughs> I can do math. Can I go first? I got. I know. Go for it. Go. I'm gonna say the easy ones. Pop punk ska. Okay. Wow. All right. You really meant the easy ones. Yeah. All right. Jeez. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Wow. All right. All right. All right. Uh, let's see here. I got. All right, I'm gonna go for an easy one. Skank because this is a classic skank song. Mm-hmm. Also. Hopeful, because I definitely get uh, a good sense of hope from this song. And then I'll throw in 
attitude because the song definitely has a little bit of attitude yeah mm-hmm. it's a skank hopeful attitude nice yeah. nice array of emotions mm-hmm. um let's see fresh pepperoni pizza okay Ooh, interesting. Okay. you want to you want to explain that one at all i'm intrigued no no i don't know i'm kind of hungry right now i guess but um but also i don't know i was just thinking i guess because nick nick uh mentioned neck deep and then i was don't they have some there's there was like a whole meme for a little while based around like punk and 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 pizza like uh, help me out of course nick yeah pump help me out steve and or nick with that youtube kid jared alange who makes fun of uh pop punk vocalist and stuff and he's like i got my best friends in the front seat and my pizza in the back (laughs) (laughs) yeah yes Okay, so I don't know, like that's that's kind of the vibe that I'm really tapping in, uh, especially in the last few days leading up to this release. And yeah, that's it's it's weird, but fresh pepper. There are definitely pizza, strong man. pizza vibes. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. strong pizza vibes for sure. All right, and I, I, that's my favorite pizza. So fair enough. Yeah, this song is really like three minutes long. About how long it takes me to get to the place where i order pizza so i oh, put it on I, even better i i thought you were gonna say that's about how long it takes to eat a whole pizza yeah i thought three, yeah. three minutes i thought that's where you were going with that but no that makes way more sense mm-hmm. that would i would be a little concerned for your health if you ate a whole mm-hmm. pizza in three minutes nick's got the crazy metabolism well it's the best if it's an 11 inch, if it's an 11 inch build your own pizza from blaze pizza three minutes oh, is a bad guess that's true. Yeah. And we did do some play, play pizza when we rehearsed last month. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Anyway, uh, now I, this podcast is about pizza, right? Sure. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So, in that same train of thought, is there a certain feeling you want your listeners to have while going through the track? Um, I just, uh, I, I, I want people to feel happy. Yeah, I, I don't know. I just, I, I want people to feel happy. Definitely say uplifted. Mm-hmm. Good vibes, you know? Mm-hmm. Vibes. Get, you, get you in the right mindset to, you know, get stuff done. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I just hope you like it. That's all. <laughs> I like that. Wow. That's fair. <laughs> <laughs> Inspiring. It's a hit. It's gonna be a hit. You're so deep, Nick. <laughs> so deep. <laughs> hmm. Sure. So, what band or artist influence pops out the most to you guys while listening to this track? I know you already mentioned a couple, but if you mm-hmm. just you know list a couple more if you want. One for me, from like maybe a different point of view, um, like as a guitarist, uh, Four Year Strong comes to mind with some of the oh. chuggy guitars. Um, yeah, I, I don't think the song as a whole maybe will give you four-year strong vibes, you know, but like from my perspective, uh, I feel like I channel my inner four-year strong and like state champs with uh, some of the guitar tones and like guitar techniques and some of like the chords I'm playing. And uh, it's really fun for me to play. I love it. Perfect. 
I already mentioned the Green Day part. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like that when he was talking about uh, the second, the beginning of the second verse, that is like, I, I remember saying in the studio, it's like this needs to sound like it, it, it was ripped from. Um, <laughs> I mean, that's yeah. Uh, so for sure, Green Day vibes. I mean, Green Day was the first, like, my first musical artist obsession. So they they uh it runs deep for me the 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 punk uh you know punk vibes for sure green day for sure Mm -hmm. uh so what's your favorite memory that you guys made while creating the single uh for me um it was in i believe it was 2019 we all got to uh play warp tour together uh the 25th anniversary and we were able to get the pretty much the exact same crew and uh, that we had all in the studio um, at the same time. And it was great to just like see everyone and like just see everyone in a different context because we're used to all playing shows together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it was like, oh, we're finally in a recording studio. This is yeah. amazing, you know? And it, it's just a different vibe, you know what I mean? It was super relaxed, super just a great creative environment. And um, that, that was the best part is like being able to share the creative process with uh, all of our band members when we're all used to, you know, sweating in the hot sun playing shows. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. Um, yeah. So yeah, that was, that was the best part for me. Hell yeah. yeah. And actually while you're mentioning the studio time, we should also shout out to our producer for this song, uh, Eric Taft. Uh, he also has a website, Eric. Taft. He killed it. He is absolutely incredible. Uh, has worked with some amazing artists, uh, Plain White Tees, um, the first one that comes to mind, but m- many, many, uh, oh, Under Oath as well. Um, in different capacities, he's a producer, engineer, uh, uh, mixing master, withered. I mean, he, he crushed it with this song. It was exactly what we needed. Um, sorry to go back. I just, I, I have to shout out all these incredible people that <laughs> help make, you know, a single happen mm-hmm. um but uh yeah i i i you know we were we it, it was a one day session that we that we were able to get this song done in the studio um but i just really enjoyed just like uh the the studio was in the basement of this house and had this nice like little porch backyard area and we would all kind of take turns like sitting out there if we weren't really needed in side or listening inside but needed a break from it just because it was loud um just kind of like the conversations that were had and 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 just you know being friends you know and and chatting with each other even though there's some geographical distance between us um and especially so during pandemic like you know we're 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 great friends and we're buddies and, 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 and brothers and we love each other. And, um, to, to kind of, uh, like without, there's no need to say it. We just know that in in that kind of a situation where it's not a, you know, we're not punching in with a time card to do this job and we're, you know, we're having fun with each other and, uh, playing and finally getting a new song out there uh with each other as stack like and it's just yeah it feels really good so just the time in the studio and sitting out there and chatting and stuff is memorable for me oh yeah 
Thanks Next for having team. me on, guys. Um, I would say my favorite part was um, definitely the reunion, the Warped for reunion. I, I agree as well. Yeah. But um, I guess uh, this is making maybe sound really nerdy, but uh, Eric had so many cool like bass emulators and uh, amp plug-in <laughs> and his, all his gear was just I was like a kid and I was like a space cadet, you know, like so happy to be there. I'm like, oh my gosh, he is so much nice stuff. Yeah. I can't play it and it sounded awesome. And I got to play my new bass. I just bought a new bass like um, the beginning of the summer, like specifically like to use for stack like pancakes. And I'm like, oh, I can't wait to get this song on a recording. And then it actually happened. That he made it sound twice as good as I thought it was going to sound. So for me, yeah. it was definitely like, the sound quality and the technical stuff of it. And I was like a kid in a candy store. It was awesome. It was 100%. a great day. That was a great day. Mm-hmm. Would recommend. 10 out of 10 would let's, recommend. Let's do it again. Let's do it again. Oh. You should. Uh, yeah, we'll do it again sometime yeah. soon. You should. Yeah. <laughs> this song, if this song is as much of a hit as I think it's going to be, and the fans are going to want more. So we're going to have to get rolling. Sure. Going to have mm-hmm. to make more. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So for this question, I want you guys to picture you're on tour, you're at a gas station for a rest stop, you're going in. What is your snack of choice? <laughs> oh, 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 I got my snacks down. I'm grabbing. I got it right here. I, I got mine right here. Oh, Wait. sure. Are those gummy bears? Albanese gummy bears. Not just any gummy bears. <laughs> These are the best gummy bears. Don't get that Haribo or Haribo or however you say it. That, what do you have against them? That they're weighed. It takes like an hour to chew one. Like that's not that's not how fun part. That's not how gummy bears. No, because then you're I like hurt and... there was there was some passion Albanese. that what do you have against them? I like that. Stand up here, gummy. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I hate I like soft that. gummy bears, bro. They're oh, uh, away from I don't... me. I don't want to have like 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 jaw aches after I eat a gummy bear. I don't. It's just me hey, personally. It takes all types of gummy bears to make the world go round, man. <laughs> exactly. That's, yes, that's what that's that's what everyone says. Yeah. <laughs> for me, I'm I'm going if I'm at like a a get go or a Wawa, I'm going for the fruit department. I trust gas station fruit. I'm sorry to hear and, that. Um, okay. Grabbing some cool. uh, grapes and pineapple. Yeah, I mean, like once you once you get past, you know, like one bad experience, you're you're pretty much good for the rest, you know, rest of your 20 days. <laughs> because yeah. uh, I, I've just had enough of like you know, Doritos, like chips and stuff. Because you know, just sitting on the bus or like in a van, like I just feel crappy after that. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I try to yeah. keep it somewhat healthy with the uh, the gas station fruit. You know, take my chances. Grapes. <laughs> Oh, that's fair. That's fair. Gas station grapes. That sounds like a song name. <laughs> yeah, Make it. That could, that, that could be a song. Ska song mm-hmm. For yep. sure. For sure. Yeah. Try to take Nicholas? it easy. Well, if I'm going to be on a long road trip, I try to take it easy on the drinks because I don't, I don't want to have to stop and have to go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I haven't eaten or anything, um, depends on where we go. I'll get like a bag of beef jerky. I'll get mm-hmm. uh, some Funyuns. I'll get Funyuns. Um, yeah, definitely uh, some ginger ale. And um, if I'm getting snacking, yeah, if I'm getting something sweet, I'm probably gonna get like Skittles or Starburst or something. Okay. 
I'm pretty. Nick's based. the biggest. Nick's the biggest ginger ale drinker I know. Just yeah. so everyone, like, for the yeah. record, it makes my belly Nick, feel good. Nick, Nick is a snack, and he's the only snack I need. <laughs> Ooh, I like right. that. Um, <laughs> I'd so, rather be the whole meal, but I'll. <laughs> Uh, so for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift completely away from music and go straight to death row. Boom. So if you're on death row, what would your last meal be with a drink? Such a good one. Oh my what God. What would your last dude. meal? Wait, what was the, what the question? What would your last meal be? With a with drink. A drink? Yep. Mm-hmm. Okay. <clears throat> um, damn. Fresh pepperoni pizza. No, I'm no, I'm not doing it. Uh, I got mine. Mine Go would be it. soft shell crabs, like the, the blue Ooh. crabs. I mm-hmm. love those, man. I oh my gosh, I love. It. I played a oh, a show in uh, Ocean City, Maryland, over the past summer, and I found a buffet with them. Oh my gosh, I went wow. to town, and mm-hmm. then um, my drink would be a mellow yellow. Mellow, that's familiar. Mellow yellow, it's like off-brand Mountain Dew. It's oh. just like the Coke. Yeah, it's just the Coca-Cola Mountain Dew, I believe. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. Okay, I'm gonna go with um specifically my mom's shrimp salad. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Um, she puts a hell of a lot of Old Bay seasoning on that. And you know, I put Old Bay on pretty much everything. Cause you're from Maryland. So, yes, I'm from Maryland. That's what we do. <laughs> um uh, so yeah, shrimp salad. And then um uh let's see. I'm gonna go with uh I'm gonna go with um a hazy IPA. Mm-hmm. That would make yeah. me really happy. I'm going to have to go my grandmother's spaghetti in her homemade spaghetti sauce because there's nothing in the world quite like it. That's good. And to drink, I'm going to have a cold pop. Okay. A very Perfect. ginger soda. The original. Oh, oh he's there got one go. on deck. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Yeah. Love it. Uh, so I actually have the honor of asking the last question. Every single person we've spoken to has said that it is the most important question. What is your favorite color? That's an important question. It's <laughs> very important. Uh, it's very important. Yeah. Is, mine is green, for Ooh. sure. Always has been since I was very, very little. Do you have a specific shade of green that you would like to share with us? Forest green. Perfect. Specifically. Mm-hmm. Just resonates with me. My uh, my drum set that I'm looking at right now has it, it's a it's a like a gradient, uh, but has the deeper green in it. And I bought that drum set when I was in middle school. Oh wow! Yeah, that's, that's my baby. Time. All right. Yeah. yeah. My favorite color is turquoise. Ooh. Um, which I I don't know why because I'm like partially colorblind so like i, I kind of have a hard time with like blues and like stuff but i i know it's turquoise what? I, I didn't it. know that partially like i you know what i mean like i, I have 
like matching sure. clothes and stuff is hard. I'm not gonna claim to be, like completely <laughs> colorblind, but like matching clothes, you know. Okay. So mm-hmm. yeah. That's why that's why my wardrobe is pretty much like all black. Fair <laughs> enough, yeah. That's fair, yeah. Yeah, same. Okay. Well, I, I have a favorite color scheme more than a favorite color, which is black and gold because um, oh. it's Pittsburgh Pittsburgh sports fan. So Mike okay. Tomlin's never had a losing season. Mike Tomlin has never had a losing season. Wait, right. but didn't he? Oh no, they didn't. Nope. Oh. Uh, losing wow. season. Who has been rough? Him. But for him. What a what a guy. What a guy. <laughs> happy, happy, re- happy retirement, Big Ben. Happy retirement and stop. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. the Steelers, yeah. 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 Oh. <laughs> Let's go, Pens. Pens are winning the Stanley Cup this year. Let's go. All right. <laughs> can we uh, not end? Can we not end this on Let's Go Pens? Please. We won't. I promise. Yeah, we, won't, we won't. We won't. We <laughs> won't. Um, so, so as Glory please. said, that's all the questions we have today. Is there anything that you guys would like to plug? Um. Ooh. Let's uh, let's shout out to the um, the Pancake Nation as a whole. Um, you know, SLP has been like silent on social medias uh, for the last few years. Obviously, nothing's been happening. But um, let's all you know. Hopefully, we can all just like you know virtually hang out together and listen to this song. And and I, I just really hope that everybody is uh, as excited about. Uh, about this new single as we are we can't re- wait for everybody to hear it on friday oh yeah sure. so shout out to the pancake nation oh yeah mm-hmm. all right yeah. oh well thank you for now this guy's been stacked like pancakes and we've been the good noise podcast